there are places in my Bible where I, can, I can't possibly even get uh, any more ink uh, on the pages for all that I've heard preached to me or things in study and whatever. And in fact, a lot of the stuff's even fading. I've tried to I've rebound this Bible uh, and uh, in trying to keep it uh, so I can use it. Uh, but Psalm 107 is one of those areas to where, uh, where I have a lot of markings uh, because it's a great psalm. And, uh, and it's in the sequence, of course, with 105 and 106 and 107 uh, to where God is dealing uh, with uh, His children, uh, Israel, and, and, uh, and mentions uh, for them. In fact, I've talked about it recently. Um, when God dealt with uh, Israel, He always had them look back at what he had done for them. Uh, and that was a way that God has kept them uh, going uh, throughout the course of history. Uh, and for us as Christians, we don't believe in replacement theology and the church isn't you know, a replacement for Israel. God has plans for, for both. Uh, and, but uh, there are applications that we make uh, to the local church from the life uh, of Israel and their history. Uh, and um, one of the greatest things that we can do uh, is look at um, the mistakes that they made. Uh, throughout the course of the Bible, uh, their bitterness and their idolatry, and, uh, and, uh, and look at their history and not make the same mistakes uh, that they've done. That's the blessing of history, uh, is that you don't have to repeat it. Uh, but we're hard-headed, uh, stiff-necked people, just like they uh, were, are, uh, and, uh, and we, we learn things, uh, or you know, we do so the hard way. Uh, and it doesn't have to be that hard if we can take what we read uh, in the Bible uh, and, uh, and apply it uh, to our lives. So Psalm 107 is a psalm of thanksgiving. And what I'd like to do is invite you to stand as we read just one part of it. Uh, and uh, from the middle of it, uh, in verse number 21 and 22, Psalm 107, verse 21 uh, and 22. Uh, the Bible says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare His works with rejoicing. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that You bless the reading of Your Word, the preaching of Your Word this morning. Lord, help us to have grateful hearts. We love You and praise You in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Um, before I get into things, at the end of the service, we have a, a, a baptism, and the baptistry is functional and working. And I want to thank uh, all those who have worked on it. Several of you have done a lot. And uh, Keith is going to be baptized. He was here working on it as well, getting it ready for himself. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, we came in this morning. We were trying to learn the heat, so it was kind of cold. Uh, and I don't know what, I, I, we turned it all the way up, and so by the time the service is done, it might be uh, a hot tub. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see uh, when uh, we, we get back over there, uh, but we'll have that at the end. And so knowing that we're doing that, uh, I, I don't want to, um, uh, I'm going to be mindful uh, of our time. Uh, but, uh, but I also wanted to say that to say if you are, if you've not been scripturally baptized, uh, that is, you know, um, immersed. Uh, that word baptiz, baptizo means to immerse. Um, then, uh, then that's something that you can uh, certainly do. Maybe not today, uh, but now that it's going, if you remember, it just kind of cracked out and we had to replace all of that. And so it's all roughed in. There's still work to do, uh, but there's uh, water in it. Uh, and uh, so uh, here's water. What doth hinder you to be baptized? Uh, well, I'll just throw that out there and, uh, and I'll say more about it briefly uh, at the end of the service. Uh, but in Psalm 107, Remember, all the Bible is there for us, and we can learn and we can draw from this. And there are really four, five examples uh, that God gives us in Psalm 107 
that, um, that people prayed to him about and that God delivered them from. Uh, two of them uh, are things that were without uh, their control. Uh, but then there are two, so the first and the fourth. I'll mention a fifth, but it's kind of obscure, but uh, if we have time, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but the first and the fourth uh, were things that were out of the person's control, the examples. Uh, the second and the third uh, are things that were a result of um, their own uh, decisions, poor decisions, uh, their sin, their behavior. Uh, and uh, the Bible is very clear about how we can, uh, there's natural consequences for our sin. Uh, and there are what the Bible describes the fruit of our own way. Um, God is a sovereign God, and I believe that uh, you know, He can take the mistakes that we've made and He can turn them uh, into His glory, but we can't rely upon that. Uh, and th- let me rephrase that. We can't just do stuff uh, just thinking God's going to work it all out uh, and fix everything for us. Because He has a promise. He can take the stuff that we, you know, we blow up in our life and He can turn it into His glory. Uh, but it involves repentance and change and uh, you know, uh, godly sorrow, a number of different things. Uh, and fruit, meat for repentance. Uh, but we can't re- we, we just, it's better for us to just live for God and obey the, obey the Lord uh, than, and, and have Him bless us for having done so, uh, and, and to do that then uh, to suffer uh, because we make poor choices. And uh, by the way, you're a product of your choices, not the product of your environment. Uh, and, uh, and, and always remember that when God saved you, uh, He changed you. Uh, and it doesn't matter where you came from, uh, your background, uh, the, the difficulties that you've had, um, you're a new creature in Christ. Uh, and, uh, and you've been forgiven uh, and you have been justified, all the things that God does in salvation, uh, and we need to take what God has done for us, and we need to, uh, we need to apply it out uh, to the people around us, and uh, we will be the better Christian for having done so. Verse 1 of Psalm 107, uh, the Bible says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Aren't you glad that it does? Uh, and that it's uh, His grace, His mercy, uh, things that God gives us, they're really just gifts uh, of God. Uh, and, and, and he is so gracious and so merciful towards us. Uh, and it says in verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Uh, as Christians, it's our responsibility uh, to, to praise the Lord and give glory to the Lord for the things that he's done in our life. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Uh, we should be grateful people uh, for, for just being saved. If that's all God ever did, uh, that's enough. Uh, but beyond that, he, he loads us daily with benefits. We talked about that recently. God is so good and so gracious and so patient. Uh, and, uh, and what we tend to not understand because of our mind, uh, we have a finite mind. Uh, and we get hyper-focused uh, on ourselves and what's going on in our lives. Uh, and, and when that happens, uh, God... God can still use us, but uh, our effectiveness for God is diminished uh, because we're just, we're just stuck on uh, our own difficulties and problems. So what we have in this psalm uh, are, um, I'll just do the four, four basic problems uh, and that they prayed that God would deliver them from and that he did. Uh, and then every single time, uh, the phrase that we read at the beginning of the service is repeated, uh, where it's, you know, let, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works. Um, how many of you would say, um, by raising your hand, there have been times that you've asked God to deliver you from something? 
all right? Uh, it should be almost every hand in the room. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this way. How many of you said, God, if you deliver me from this, from A, I'm going to do B, all right? Uh, and then how many be honest and say, God delivered you from A and you didn't do B, all right? Uh, we, we ask God to bail us out of stuff and promise God that we're going to be better, we're going to do better, be better Christians, be better whatever, uh, and, uh, and we just, it's like we just forget, like we move on. That's why I'm, pre- I'm preaching on Thanksgiving because, uh, you know, we, we have the day uh, and the run-up to the day and people through the month, maybe you're doing Thanksgiving journals or thanking God for everything, but it seems, uh, you know, once people start hitting the stores on Black Friday, uh, and through that weekend, it's like, like we forget. Uh, and there's no greater evidence of, of how we can forget the blessings of God. Uh, and uh, and uh, the contentedness we should have uh, is, is blasting into stores and fighting with people uh, over deals and everything else. And materialism uh, is not a great way to, to show God uh, that uh, we love him or that we're thankful. But having said that, I know some of you shop, you do you, uh, and uh, I just uh, stayed, stayed home uh, and, uh, and did not do any of that. And by the way, um, um, pray, I, I've asked people to pray for me before the service and our prayer meeting is I've had a headache, really bad one for a couple days with my neck and just fight and fight and fight. Uh, that and uh, and so and I took some ibuprofen. It is a, a miracle drug, <laughs> uh, and uh, and now I feel really good. Uh, but uh, but I'm trying to balance all that out with my kidneys and different things, and and so it's just one of those one of those deals. But I couldn't even think uh, this morning uh, because of the pain. But now I feel good, and and so thank you for praying uh, for me, and uh, thank the Lord for. Um, NSAIDs, uh, ibuprofen, uh, and uh, pray that I, uh, my kidneys uh, are able to handle that stuff. So we have in the first several verses uh, of this, um, what we, when we should pray or why we should pray when we lose our way. Uh, so the first one, we hear in verse 3, And he gathered them out of the lands and from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south, and they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted for them. Uh, or fainted in them. Uh, so this is a reference, of course, to the wilderness wanderings that uh, Israel had to do. And, and, and I know I said one and four are things that are out of their control, uh, but, uh, but think of it this way. There are, everybody that rebelled against God, uh, they died uh, and were not, were not allowed to go uh, and cross uh, into uh, the promised land. So th- here we have people that are crossing over and wandering in the wilderness uh, and uh, in, uh, that uh, some of them uh, were people that um, were children. <laughs> uh, there were people that, uh, that uh, didn't, I got some of that backwards there, but uh, you'll understand what I'm saying. These are things that, um, that sin, you can't sin, and it just only involve you. Uh, it involves everybody around. So they wander, they're hungry and thirsty. And the verse says, verse 6, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. He led them forth by the right way that they might go into a city of habitation. So they cried out to God in prayer because they, they were wandering and lost their way. And God the refresher uh, who fed them and, uh, and gave them a water from a rock uh, when their soul was fainted in them, God delivered them. Uh, they cried out for deliverance, and then God delivered. Uh, and, uh, and when he delivers, he says, Oh, that we should, uh, men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. 
for he satisfieth uh, the longing soul, verse number 9, and filleth the hungry uh, with his goodness. So when you lose your way, and we can make analogy uh, uh, many different ways here, uh, but um, people, uh, the Bible or the song that we sing from the Bible verses that we're prone to wander. Uh, we're prone to leave the God we love. Why? Um, because sometimes difficulties come. Uh, and it's really easy to serve God when everything is going great. Uh, but when you lose your way, uh, and you know what's even sad, more sad than someone who loses their way is someone who's lost their way, they're lost, and they don't know that they're lost. Um, and I read this uh, illustration of, a, of a, a family that were at uh, watching a parade. Uh, and so they gave their little boy a flag uh, to, to wave. Uh, and then all of a sudden, um, they're looking around and the boy was gone. And so they're running all over the place trying to find, and you've been there if you have children. Uh, I lost Jordan Walmart one time, uh, and uh, I, found, I found him. But that feeling uh, that somebody snatched them up or whatever, and uh, it's just uh, it's a terrible feeling. And so they're just searching and searching, trying to find their son. And, uh, and they go back to where the parade was, and as the parade was going by, they're at the very end of the parade. Uh, was their son just marching the parade, waving, uh, just waving that flag, just part of it. He was, he was lost, but he didn't know he was lost. Uh, he was just enjoying uh, what, uh, what was going on all around him, uh, but didn't know uh, the, the, the hurt and the, the concern uh, that he was being caused. And there are a lot of people that are like, they're just enjoying life. Uh, and uh, and they're, they're on a way that the Bible says leads to destruction, a path that leads to destruction, uh, and they don't realize it, they don't understand it. Uh, our job is to, is to show them from the Bible uh, that Jesus is the way uh, and that they need to be on the, the straight and narrow path that God gives us through salvation. Uh, but there are people who have lost their way and they have no clue, no idea. They cried to God, God delivered them out of their distresses, uh, and what should have happened is, is that they uh, should praise God for His goodness uh, and His wonderful works to the children of men. Then we have a second group of people from the next verses down, verse number 9. Now we'll read uh, some of them, not all of them. He says, verse number 10 rather, Such as sit in darkness in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron. Why? Because they rebelled against the words of God and condemned the counsel of the Most High. So here we have an instance where, um, where we know definitely they're in captivity. Uh, of course, referencing uh, the Babylonian captivity. Uh, they rebelled against God. Uh, they, they did not heed His words. Uh, and as a, a, a punishment for that, uh, God gave them over uh, as imprisoned them. Uh, and they became servants uh, in Babylon. Verse 12, Therefore He brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then notice what it says. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of the darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works uh, to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron uh, in sunder. So we have uh, in the first verses, God the refresher who gives uh, to the hungry and to the thirsty, those uh, who had lost their way, they cried out to God, uh, God delivered them, uh, and what He needs from us as He delivers is praise uh, for His goodness and His wonderful works. Uh, then we have those who are bound, 
they are um, really uh, captive in that regard, uh, but they've lost their freedom. Uh, their freedom, uh, they're under captivity, but God is a liberator. Uh, and of course, we can make analogy of the fact that before we get saved, we're bound. Uh, we're in, in our in trespasses and sins. Uh, we're dead in those things. And, uh, and God quickens us. He sets us free. Uh, we read about that in Scripture. Uh, and I'm thankful for the freedom that I have in Christ Jesus, having set me free from the bondage of sin and death. But that isn't a set free to just do whatever it is that I want to do. Uh, of course, is to serve Him and not to use uh, that liberty as an occasion of the, of the flesh. Uh, and so those that had rebelled against the words of God, God brought their, them down uh, and uh, their heart with labor uh, and there was none to help. And then what happened? They cried to God in prayer, and we find this over and over again. There's a problem, then there's prayer, uh, there's the power of God, and then there's praise that results from it. God sets us free, uh, and He delivers us. And oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. God is good, uh, and He'll set us free. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, uh, He'll set you free from sin. sin. Sin has to be paid for. Uh, you can either let Jesus pay for your sins uh, and believe in the finished work of, of Christ uh, at Calvary, or uh, you can pay your own sin debt and uh, buy uh, separation from God in hell. I'm thankful that in 1987, I accepted the gift of salvation by faith that God set me free. Uh, he liberated me, uh, and uh, and he, the Bible says, plucks you out of the miry clay and sets you on solid ground. He forgave my sins as far as the east is from the west. Uh, God is a liberator. Uh, and, uh, and I haven't spent enough time uh, over the 30-some years since that happened praising Him for His goodness and for His wonderful works. So Thanksgiving time is a time where we do that. We have testimonies. Uh, but shouldn't that be something we're thankful for uh, all the time? So we have really a wandering in those that lose their way and they pray for deliverance, God delivers them. We have some as a consequence for their own rebellion. And by the way, not everybody who is bound or lose their freedom or in a second year uh, lose their health is it a result of um, sin. But here we have specific instances where it in fact is. Uh, and, uh, and the way that they were moved forward uh, was crying out to God uh, in their trouble. Uh, and he brings them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands asunder. Notice verse number 17. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat. They draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saveth them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Now, uh, I am, uh, I'm thankful, as I referenced a moment ago, um, of having just, I can take 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, uh, and, uh, and what has laid me out for a couple of days uh, can just be gone. Uh, and I'm thankful for modern medicine uh, and in those types of things for doctors. And uh, so I'm never thankful for the bill, uh, you know, but, uh, but God uses uh, those. And he's the great physician, by the way, and doctors practice medicine. Uh, and we depend upon the Lord uh, for, uh, for what he does. Uh, but um, here we have people who are sick. They've lost their health. Uh, to the point that, uh, that they abhor, they hateth all manner of meat. They're not eating. 
Uh, and, and just the thought of that uh, is something that, uh, that brings them discomfort. And they draw near unto the gates of death. So we have God the refresher. We have God the liberator. We have God the healer. Uh, in these verses that we've just read, and how that when someone loses their health, they can cry to God, uh, and God can deliver them. Uh, verse number 21, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and His wonderful works to the children of men. By the way, He sent His word and He healed them. Uh, and uh, that's uh, <clears throat> something that God does. Uh, just by His word, healed their diseases. <clears throat> and their uh, being at the point or the brink of death. Uh, and we are to let, uh, we're supposed to sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving in praise and uh, declare his works with rejoicing. So we have the refresher, the liberator, the healer, and then we have uh, lastly the controller, and then we're going to make an application uh, and then we'll be done. Uh, verse number 23 They that go down to sea in ships and do business in great waters. These see the works of the Lord and His wonders in all the deep. Uh, for He commandeth uh, and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. And they mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and He bringeth them out of all of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so the, seas, or the waves thereof are still, and they, then are they glad because they be quiet, so He bringeth them under their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Now, here we have sailors uh, who you know, are launching out, launching out into the deep, and, uh, and uh, there are you know, uh, a lot of messages uh, that I've heard and have preached from uh, that idea. They see the works of the Lord and the wonders of the deep, and, uh, and, uh, and there were adventures. And back then, uh, people who, uh, who were seafaring uh, sailors, uh, they were um, uh, very important, obviously, uh, but they were celebrities in some respect. Uh, they got to see adventures uh, that other people didn't. And when you think of Israel uh, as a country, they weren't really, um, that really wasn't their thing. Uh, they didn't spend. Now, Solomon, of course, had navies and, uh, and, uh, and they had a shipping things and ship stuff in. Uh, and uh, we know uh, that many of the things that were uh, used to, uh, to build the house of God uh, were brought in from, uh, from other places by, uh, by water. Uh, but, uh, but that just wasn't uh, something that uh, everybody uh, did. Uh, and it's not, well, they're, they're on the Sea of Galilee. Sea of Galilee is really small. It wasn't like uh, out in the, on the big waters uh, that, uh, that are surrounding uh, that area. Uh, but these are people who were sailors, who were probably very masterful at what they did, and probably when a storm would come, thought that they could handle it. Uh, that they had the skills uh, and the abilities uh, to get through whatever storm would come their way, uh, and we find here that it was such a storm that they couldn't, they were at their wit's end. And that they who were master sailors uh, and shipmen um, cried out to God for deliverance. And then God made the seas calm and they were in, in quiet, uh, brought them to their desired haven uh, and says, Oh, that, uh, that we would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works uh, to the children of men. So we find God, the refresher, the liberator, the healer, the controller. God can take things that uh, are without our control, like a storm, 
uh, and he can deliver us from them. And we can, we can talk about the storms of life uh, and the difficulties that, that we go through uh, that we, can, we think we can handle. Uh, we can make our, we can, uh, you know, little engine that could get ourselves through those difficult times. Uh, and we'll say stuff like this, God, God doesn't give us uh, more than we can handle, which is not true. <laughs> uh, God often gives us more than we can handle uh, because it drives us to Him uh, in prayer. If we can handle, I mean, if we can handle everything, uh, you think we're going to pray and ask God to, uh, to bring us through it? No, I can do it. I did this. I, I, you know, I picked myself up from my, uh, the boot latches, and I'm the one. I'm self-made, and it's just not the case. Uh, everything that's good in our life uh, comes from God. So we have four examples in this passage of Scripture. Uh, God speaking to His children through Psalms. and uh, In fact, I was reading in Psalm 108. We don't, we're not going to preach on that. But you realize Psalm 108 is, is the first, I think the first six verses of Psalm, uh, of Psalm 108 and, uh, is from a different psalm. Uh, and then the last are from another psalm. Uh, and, and so we have Psalm 108, which was basically two other psalms put together. Uh, and uh, which to me kind of speaks of the fact that we can take uh, an, an old song and make it new and have new application. Uh, and we can take what we read in these psalms in 2023 and apply it to our life. Uh, when there are, um, you know, uh, the mental pictures of, of captives uh, who are languishing in captivity or pilgrims in a barren land or uh, foolish men who are smitten by God's hand uh, with sickness because of the choices uh, that they've made and, uh, and sailors who are in extreme parts of the sea who, uh, who can normally handle stuff uh, but have to cry out to God uh, for deliverance. Uh, we, can, we can learn from them. And, and so when we fast forward here a little bit uh, towards the end of the chapter, Look at verse number 42, or the end of the psalm. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, uh, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Now, we can't go there for sake of time, uh, but there are um, uh, several passages in the Bible that speak to the fact that when we obey God when we trust Him, even when we don't necessarily understand, that He gives us understanding. And we know that the trine of our faith works patience. We pray for patience and don't realize that in praying for patience, uh, we're asking for uh, tribulations and difficulty to come to life, but we all need to be more patient. Uh, there are attributes of God uh, that we know are present that we don't tap into as Christians uh, because of sin in our life, uh, we're just too busy, um, we, we don't study the Word of God, we don't learn of Him. Uh, in fact, what we do is we fall short of worshiping the God of the Bible because we've curated in our mind an image of God that's not even biblical. That's why people say, well, um, a loving God wouldn't send people to hell. They don't know that, it, that He is also a just God that can't let sin into heaven. And so there are many attributes of God uh, that we can miss out on understanding and knowing because we have our mind fixed on other things and oftentimes false things about God. Uh, the God of religion today is like, he's like a God of a fairy tale book. Uh, and uh, the God of the Bible uh, is, um, um, in fact, you think of the conflicts that we're having right now in the, in the Middle East uh, and uh, uh, all of that with Israel. Um, and, and when you go back in history, uh, God, God used Israel 
as, a, as an arm of his own judgment uh, to, to bring judgment upon surrounding nations uh, for their sin and uh, abominations and whatever. And, uh, and we can't get away from that history uh, because it's, it's, it's in the Word of God and it's, you know, it's written uh, in the annuals of history. And we can't, but people hate Israel uh, because of that. God has a plan for them. But what God did with Israel and is doing and will do in the future and what He has encouraged them to do, it applies to me and it applies to you. Not that we're Israel or we've replaced them, uh, but, uh, but I know that when I lose my way, I can cry it up to God and God will deliver me. I know that when I, I am captive or I lose my freedom or uh, there are times where uh, well, I can't lose my salvation, but my relationship with God is affected, my fellowship with Him, uh, rather, to the point where maybe my prayers aren't being heard. And, uh, and we, it's almost like we, we get set free uh, from things and then we shackle ourselves back to them. Like the Bible says, like a dog that returns to its own vomit. Uh, or a man that puts his hand to the plow and turns back. Um, we, we, we get like Israel where difficulties come and we think, man, it was, we had it good back in Egypt. And we can get to those places to where we almost set ourselves uh, or make ourselves captives again. Um, uh, one time I, I saw it, actually as a preacher uh, at youth camp, uh, preached it uh, and, uh, and did all this. And so I stole it from him, uh, and, uh, which is okay. We just, we just noticed that Psalm 108 was stolen from two other psalms uh, and, uh, and re-put together. And so I went to go preach a youth rally, and, uh, and I had, at the time, a police officer in the church go with me. And I wore, um, I, uh, right before, as I went to go preach, he perp-walked me into the auditorium uh, in prison orange in shackles on my, on my ankles and on my wrists. And so he walks me up to the pulpit, uh, and as I, as I preached, I was being set, set free uh, and talking about salvation and what done. He's taken off the shackles, and, uh, and, so, uh, and so I've been set free. Uh, but then what I, what I did is I transitioned into uh, a person who goes back to the weak and beggarly elements. Uh, one who, who starts looking back, who starts thinking about the, and, and, and I begin putting, putting all those, uh, those handcuffs on uh, and reshackling myself. And that's where a lot of Christians are. If God saves you and sets you free, uh, there's no reason why we should ever go back uh, to the things that God saved us from. Uh, but you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, we, we tend not to learn uh, from the examples that are laid out for us in the Bible. But God says that when we, if you are wise, in verse number 43, whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. So here's what we do as Christians, 2023. Uh, we look back and, uh, at the Exodus and, uh, and, uh, and the wilderness wanderings and all that God dealt with them and, uh, in that process and, uh, and the victory that they went into the promised land and the battles that they fought there. Uh, we can look at those who made mistakes and sins and, uh, and uh, are bound and, uh, both in whether it's the Babylonian captivity or those who have lost their freedom, uh, with those who have lost their health because of uh, they, they were fools. Verse 17, because of their transgressions and because of their iniquities, uh, they're afflicted uh, even to the point of death. But when we pray to God uh, to deliver us, God can deliver us. And then we give praise to him uh, and, and talk about his and declare his works uh, with rejoicing. If you're wise, you can look at that and observe these things and understand the loving kindness of the Lord. 
So instead of, uh, well, I can look at Israel and, and say, well, they made this mistake and they were, you know, stiff-necked and hard-hearted and, uh, you know, they complained at every turn and God gave them food from heaven. They complained, they complained about everything. Uh, but um, from a human standpoint, um, that's so easy to do. But if I want to understand the loving kindness of the Lord, I can go to Scripture, I can go to His Word, uh, and I can, I can observe the things that happened, and I can, instead of doing them, I can learn from them uh, and, and understand how good God is. Tapping into the loving kindness uh, of the Lord. So thanksgiving... Uh, for us, and it does a lot of things, and I'll, I'll, I'll speak more of that tonight. Uh, but, um, but here we have in Psalm 107, really four areas that all of us probably find ourselves in uh, from time to time, and more than we would like to admit. Uh, when you get in those situations, or those emotional positions, do you pray? Maybe you're in one of these things right now. Maybe you've got, I'll just take health. Um, you know, um, our health, one day you can be, everything's going great. The next day, wheels come off. And I know we're supposed to thank God for those things and know that God is, is doing something uh, in our life and, uh, and we struggle with all that. But, but before we even get to the point we can be thankful for whatever affliction we have, are we at least praying? Are we praying that God would deliver? Are we crying to God? Do we believe that God answers prayer? Do we think that, believe that God is a healer? I do because we just read it in, in the Word of God. I believe that God can heal. And if He, he can heal those who send themselves into uh, their sickness, uh, He can heal uh, those who, um, for no reason, um, I mean, I know a lot of people got cancer um, that, you know, didn't smoke cigarettes and, and you know, chew tobacco and you know, I'm thinking of Brother R.B. Willett, you know, pray, just loving God, living for God, and gets, and gets uh, larynx cancer. That, that, that should be somebody who, you know, chews Copenhagen gets. And I've had people in my own life that I've known, that I've loved, that have those little things, they speak through that, stick it on their, on their voice box and, and make all that from, from, you know, smoking cigarettes or whatever. And when I, when I was like, well, you do that, I mean, there's like a little warning on there. That this could happen, but then you got people that never in their entire life did that, and uh, but both of them have cancer. Uh, one of us, you know, if you have cancer and you are a believer, you can cry out to God and God can deliver you and heal you. Uh, and if He doesn't, we still know He's a good God and a gracious God, uh, and uh, and we can still praise Him, whether it's He doesn't deliver us from our health issue or uh, you know or whatever issue that, that we're praying God delivers from. We know that God is good and He is good all the time and God is always just. Uh, and, uh, and the problem with a lot of people today is they don't, they don't understand the loving kindness of God because they don't read this Bible. Uh, and, uh, and, and here we have four instances where the average person who knows that there's a God uh, and maybe even believes in God, but are angry at God for the things He does and thinks that God is unjust where, where He is never unjust. Never. There's nothing, nothing ever that he does is unjust. Um, so if you're wise and you observe what he's written in his word, you can understand the loving kindness of God. But if you are unwise and you do not observe the things he's written in his word, then, you, then you'll lack those understandings. You, you, if, you're, if you're not 
if you're not in the Bible, studying, in reading, in spending time, in, in, in fellowship with God, in prayer, in communion, um, we're just we're missing out on the perspective that God can give us. A gratitude and thankfulness. Oh, that God. And when God does deliver us, we should praise Him. Amen. You know, uh, God, you know, if God heals us from cancer, we'd all, all of us would be like, I had cancer, I went in, they took the scan, cancer is gone. And we would praise God because that's a miracle that God has done. And that's an easy one. But when it comes down to just, you know, uh, the nuts and bolts of, uh, of, of health issues and in, in captivity issues, uh, we, just don't like, we just don't like to say things. We, uh, you know, recently had a testimony meeting, had somebody uh, just lay out some stuff that they had no obligation to do so. Uh, in our church, just kind of laid it out, and um, and and I loved that um, because that praising God, asking for prayer, uh, and in in just trusting Him, that's where we all need to be. And we, by the way, we need more. We need more of that kind of stuff uh, in our church, and uh, and uh, we will uh, have more testimony meetings in the future um, when we when we when we buy into. The spirit that God wants us to have that he's laid out in his word. Um, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Uh, it is, there are things that, um, that God wants us to do that um, naturally we don't want to do. Uh, but there's so much wisdom and so much blessing uh, in just obeying God in those things. And, um, and but what we tend to do is just hold on to what we think and what we want to do, uh, and then we just struggle the whole way. But when, but when you can just say, God, here, here, here I am, and, and I don't know what you're doing in this situation, but I'm just going to trust you. Uh, and, uh, and the wisdom is just observing how God works uh, in the lives of people in Scripture and saying, God, I just trust you. Uh, to, to refresh me, to liberate me, to heal me, to control the things that I feel I can't control that are out of my hand and just trust God uh, in that way and we can never go wrong. Oh, that men uh, would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Let's pray. Uh, our Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, that You'd help us today uh, from this passage of Scripture uh, and speak to our hearts from it. In Jesus' name, as we all stand tonight or this morning with our heads bowed and and our eyes closed.